0: The In Conversation podcast series with author Nigel Beckles.
1: Welcome to the podcast. Get ready for takeoff.
0: Welcome back to my In Conversation podcast series. My guest today is an advocate who raises awareness regarding autism, Vanessa Bob. Hi Vanessa, welcome to my podcast series. How are you?
1: I'm fine and how are you? I'm
0: very well, thank you. Very well, keeping myself occupied during these very strange times, I have to say. What have you been up to recently?
1: I've just been hosting a lot of online presentations um, in supporting the autistic community and a lot of um, mothers who just need someone to talk to whilst we're in this um, very difficult time.
0: Well, we're going to talk about raising awareness regarding autism later on. In the meantime, where did you grow up, Vanessa?
1: I grew up in Mitcham. But it hasn't been really good memory, so I don't really talk about where I grew up.
0: Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, what about, so what about your favourite subjects at school?
1: My favourite subjects used to be maths and electronics. And that's what, obviously when I was in the um, second secondary school. I used to love building lots of electrical equipment and loading diode, diodes and doing um, soldering. That's what I used to love doing when I was younger.
0: So during your life, has there been a particular experience?
1: I would say the most dramatic experience I can say happened is when I was sexually abused as a child and I was not believed, and I think that's what sort of paved my way of how I looked at the world in regards to just seeing people for what they are.
0: And how long did it take you to heal from that particular experience?
1: That- is a hard question because I think everybody's journey is different there's times where if I'm around people that got me I would say I felt the healing had happened and then when you go around other individuals or when you're in a certain group and they talk about things in a way of if they've never experienced it and they can make a lot of assumptions like well if that happened to me I would have done that then you finally start getting triggers I feel that For instance, last week, Friday, there was a Zoom bomb in a conference that I had, and it was child pornography video sent, and it caused a lot of distress to me because it it sort of brought back flashbacks. But I realised how resilient I was to it, where before I may have broke down, cried, I don't want to talk to nobody, isolate myself. but I was able to sort of get it back together and still continued with the conference and out of that I realised that I could say I've overcome it because I was able to deal with it without being told that I, um, I never, I don't know what it felt like but I knew when I saw the image of the girl and this, whoever this adult was, it's a, it is a traumatic experience but it's learning how to deal with it and being around the right people around you.
0: Well you work very hard raising awareness regarding autism. What is autism? Mm -hmm.
1: Well, autism is a lifelong developmental disability that affects how a person communicates with and relates to other people and how they experience the world around them. I mean, a prime example how I would explain autism is a true condition. Every autistic individual experiences it in a different way or another way just to, from a, a neurotypical perspective. It's like you're going into a foreign, you get off the plane and you've just been told, this is what you've got to do if you can't speak the language you've got to start from the beginning and unfortunately you've got some autistic adults or young who've been late diagnosed and they have been given no tools and it's it's trying to get them to understand their way of thinking to minimise their stress that they may put on them if they've been misunderstood
0: well from what i understand for people with autism, their brain works in a different way, but it's not an illness or a disease as such. What do you say to that?
1: Well, if I'm going to be honest, when, when I've been in the black community, it's always the child is sick, they can get better, or they, you know, you got to beat it out of them. Autism is a condition, not an illness, it's not a sickness. And as I said before, each individual is unique. They're very intelligent in the sense of because they're intelligent, they can read, they can write, they can look after themselves, they may have a house a good job but it doesn't mean that when it comes to the social side of things that their life will be in tune because they need still that support then you may have somebody who's a 21 year old man and he's got a, a mentality of a hero. and sometimes I think within our community we're quick to judge because they see a behavior but then when if the person is very intelligent they more celebrate the achievements but they ignore the fact if they've got a social condition, that is something that gets ignored. A adult who could be 21 years old, but he can have a, a mind of a younger person, that is something within our community we, we may overlook and quick to say that the individual is slow, they're retarded, they're stupid. Not knowing that that adult may have been misdiagnosed as a child and in later life it's affected them because their needs were never met when they were as a child.
0: Well, as I understand it, there are different names regarding autism. So there's autism spectrum disorder, then there's autism spectrum condition and then there's asperges. Could you explain the differences for me?
1: All right. Autism spectrum condition and autism spectrum disorder are both the same. It's what's happened is you have a lot of autistic people who do not like the word disorder. They prefer condition because when you look at the word disorder, I think the description can be a bit derogatory. Is it derogatory? Because it doesn't? Ex- they don't have a mental illness. It's a condition. So that's why I feel a lot of autistic people will prefer that description. Asperger's was known as a milder form of autism, but the challenge that we have right now is that from what I've been told they don't use the diagnosis of Asperger's no more what they use is autism spectrum condition or sometimes they will use the word higher function autism again you find a lot of people um, autistic people do not want to use that terminology they believe that it's better to use autism spectrum condition because it is a spectrum and it's just basically identifying that it's a condition.
0: And what inspired you to become an advocate to raise awareness regarding autism?
1: It started with my son Daniel, who was diagnosed with autism and ADHD in 2008 and the journey that I had as I said earlier is that most of the time when my son was exhibiting negative behaviour he didn't start to talk until he was about five and six. People believe that I was basically not parenting him correctly. I was constantly judged that I wasn't um, doing my job right. So it got to the point where I needed to know. And once he did get diagnosed, I decided to connect with autistic people and autistic organisations like the National Autistic Society so that I could gain the understanding because I felt that within the black community in particular, I wasn't getting the support I needed. And then my daughter, who's 14 now, she was diagnosed with autism and ADHD in 2017 and 2018 and she's got epilepsy as well. I would say check the National Autistic Society website. Um, Make sure you look at recommendable autism um, advocates that you know you can google search but you've got to do your research to make sure because everybody could say they know about autism but they've got a different agenda that doesn't really reflect what the criteria is of somebody if they want to be uh, assessed. If they want to get the support I would say check out your local um, council for the local office for the special educational needs um, section, and they may be able to refer you as well in regards to getting the support.
0: So what's the name of your organisation?
1: My organisation is called The Second Voice, and I'm a CIC organisation now.
0: What does CIC mean?
1: Community Interest Company, it means.
0: And what are your plans for the future, Vanessa?
1: My plans for the future is to continue raising awareness about autism, to be the voice um, for those who are too scared to come forward because of the stigma in regards to when we say our child is autistic, we still find people within our community in particular still don't want to accept it. So I think it's about just raising the awareness, connecting with like-minded people who want to go forward and not to give up. And as I said, I've got lots of ideas.
0: And how can people contact
1: you? They can find me on Facebook under Vanessa Bob. They can find me on Twitter. They can find me on LinkedIn, or they can find me on um. They can find me on social media. So if they Google Vanessa Bowl or a second voice.
0: So is second voice, is that the name of your organisation?
1: Yes, a second voice was formed as I was speaking on behalf of my son because I felt at the time there wasn't a voice for him. But now that he's older, I believe that as he said that he is the first voice.
0: Okay, well, Vanessa, thank you very much for your time.
1: Okay, thank you.
0: Thank you for listening. Please join me for another In Conversations podcast very soon for more interesting and entertaining discussions. Stay safe.